If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? Welcome to the ninth Jordan Poyer Podcast, where it's time flying. It is Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. We are almost at the end of the year. As you can see, I got my fresh cut out here. My boy, Sean, get me right. My Bad Birdie on, he, they, they got me on with the JP logo too, shout out Bad Birdie. Coming off a big dub over the Jets, 20-12 to 12 at the crib, it was a chilly day, but we got it done. Kind of a slow start to the game, huh? Went back and forth for a little bit, uh, nobody scoring. Defense, man, dudes with some boys, boys on defense, Greg, Matt, Shaq, man, Ed, uh, May, man, you go down the list, dudes. Boys showing out each and every week. We just trying to take it one game at a time, one week at a time. But we were fortunate to catch the dub, man. It was awesome. First off, I got to tip my hat off to Mike White, man. Anybody that could take that many shots in a game and come back and, and continue to continue to try to fight for your team, you got my respect, dude. I mean, you already have my respect just by, by the way you play the game, you approach the game. But, I mean, after that, you took some shots, especially the one from Matt. Clean shot. I mean, golly, that's a clean shot. I mean, obviously, Twitter's going to blow up. Everybody's going to have an opinion, this side or the other. My opinion is that is a clean shot. I don't know what else you want us to do. Felt like I played all right. Every game, you you have some plays that you wish you wanted back. You know, have made some good plays, had some good tackles. Great energy at the stadium. It was great energy. It was awesome to get the crowd back. It's felt like forever since we played in front of Bill's Mafia. Got two in a row. Get to come home two in a row. Garrett Wilson, he was... uh. He was upset at the call. They, well, I guess it would be a no call on the sideline. If I was wide out, I'd probably want the call too. But, you know, I'm trying to toe the line within the rules. Felt like he was making a football move. Try, he caught the ball. Try, felt like he took a couple steps and he tried to move the ball forward. Just playing ball, man. People are going to be mad, whatever, this, that, or the other. I don't really give a damn. This is football at the end of the day. We're out there to play football. At the end of the day, I was ready to take the flag. That's a bang-bang play. It could have gone either way. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm going to get in the film room and on, on Monday and be upset that I didn't hit him. 
he caught the ball though. <laughs> that's what I told him. I said, "Shit, that's a good ass catch, boy." I, I mean, I can't even. I mean, I stuck him though. He he caught that shit though. Gary Wilson, great receiver, man. He's an upcoming star. Uh, I don't see why in a couple years he can't be a top five receiver. He understands the game. He's got a lot of uh, upside to him. A lot of a lot of it's not his disability to run routes, his ability to run after catch as well, and just a good overall player. But yeah, you know, it's a, like I said, hard-fought game, hard-fought win. They all are. Just happy with any win. You win by eight, you win by one, you win by 40. It doesn't matter. Win is a win is a win. And then comes with that, you also got to turn the page quickly because we play at home again. Saturday night, 8-15. Dolphins are coming to town. It is supposed to be cold. It is supposed to be snowy. I can't wait. Dolphins uh, on a two-game losing streak. Probably want some plays they have back, but obviously it's a good football team. Tua have been at the top of the MVP race all year. Had some bumps in the road these last couple of weeks, but we are expecting a good football team to come in here Saturday night. Tyreek Hill, I mean, that uh, just says enough right there. I mean, man's the fastest player on on the field all the time. You know, I always tell him, I, I think some of you guys caught my podcast with him. Early on in the offseason, you got to be right when you play a guy like Tyree with your angles. And obviously, Tua probably wish he had some throws back over the last couple of weeks, but he is playing at a high level. Him, Jalen Waddle, Tyree Hill. It's, uh, I mean, it's, and then when you got that, that running back duo, they got uh, Mosert. Uh, those guys can play. They got a lot of uh, elite athletes on that team. But we're going to be ready to play two. Two good football teams playing mid, mid-December. This is the type of football that you want to watch type of football that you want to see. I don't really know the implications of the game, nor do I care, because I literally take one game at a time. You have to. I mean, to, to sit here and, and say that, oh, you're the number one seed. If this happens, they do this. If this happens, you move here. It's, it's pointless. It's absolutely pointless, because if we're not able to handle business this week, all that changes. So, we must have to handle business this week. Seven inches of snow. I love it. I hate it, but I love it. I've learned how to play. I like. I feel like playing over here over the years. I've learned how to be. I've learned how to play in the cold weather games. Like there's just a process with everything. I hate being cold, but I've learned my process as to what I need to do mentally, physically, uh, emotionally, <laughs> to to get myself ready to play in those games. Cole Beasley's back. I am excited. Cole Beasley is back. Everybody that says he's this, that, or the whatever to the locker room, you can. Kick rocks. Cole Beasley is back. Everybody in the locker room loves him. Like I said, it's just I feel like people are making stories up that don't need to be talked about. So I'm shutting that shit down. He's not a distraction in the locker room. He's not a distraction anywhere. Everybody loves Cole Beasley on the squad. And we all are just super excited that he's back in the building. He brings a lot of energy. Obviously, another weapon for for Josh. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Doris got cooked up for him. Like I said, man, this us as a team, we're excited to bring the crew back. Seems like a lot of guys coming back. Smoke, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome seeing some guys come back, want to come back, and you know, that's just a part of the culture that we've been, we've been building out here in Buffalo. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Let's get into some facts or cap. We got Nick Wright on the show. Shout out, Nick. How you doing, man? He says, with Baker Mayfield's recent success in an organization, he can finally say he's in a good culture. This proves that a team and organization's culture can make or break an individual player's career, especially early. I agree. I mean, I think culture is everything in an organization. So I'm going to say that's fact. Granted, he had got there two days before that. So he probably just said, F it. I'm going to go out there and slang this fucking pill. So he's going to go out there and just start slaying it. And he did. I watched him play. And I told my wife, I said, look, she's, he's, he's just not going to care. He's going to go out there and just throw the ball. And, and I, I don't see why he wouldn't do that moving forward. Probably not a whole lot of expectations on him to go out there, like I said, within two days and know his system. So he just said, F it. I mean, going to L.A., I mean, that team coming off a of Super Bowl, so they're probably pretty close. And, you know, he probably feels welcome there, you know, especially he's got to feel on top of the world after leading his team to a, to a game-winning drive coming off of playing, you know, 48 hours prior, just learning the playbook. So um, I was happy for him, and, uh, you know, we'll see where it goes moving forward. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm hoping that he has the most success over there in L.A. We'll see. You know, maybe he's, maybe, is he the future of, of, of the Rams? Baker Mayfield, is he the future of the Rams? Is, uh, says, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Lots of, a lot of questions to be answered. Factor Cap, Mike Florio says someone needs to be held accountable, and it needs to be called out for the Devontae Parker incident in the Monday Night Football game. 
Devontae Parker catches the ball over the middle. Yeah, takes a pretty, you know, solid, solid tackle. Hits his head on the turf. Came up a little wobbly, and they try. It looked like they were in a little bit of a hurry-up offense, and they try to get back to the line of scrimmage, and Devontae Parker's just kind of out of it, trying to line up in, in, a, in a receiver stance, and you could tell he's still a little woozy, so Nelson Aguilar... Uh, Max about to snap the ball. Nelson Aguilar is basically waving the whole play up. Like, stop the play, stop the play, stop the play. Someone needs to be held accountable and it needs to be called out. For context, there's spotters in our games. And I'm 100% sure this is who he's talking about. And I 1,000% agree. Um, spotters in our games whose only job is to spot players on the field who get up woozy. And I think everybody at home watching the game could see one the hit was pretty i mean it wasn't a vicious hit but his his helmet hit the turf pretty hard um two i mean anybody gets up and 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 your knee buckles right away that's i mean that's an instant sign i've had instances i've been called i've been i've been patriots game 20 it was a covid year and cam newton I, i met cam newton on the sideline and I mean, it was one of those, like, you get up and you just don't feel your knee in your kneecap, and it just buckles. And, I mean, that's what happened. And so Mike Frio is saying, someone needs to be held accountable. And I, I 100% agree because, like I said, the spotters are in the – are there to spot one thing in the game. To And that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's a player safety thing. I mean, I've argued this in the past. Who is being held accountable for whether it's calls or no calls – and, and and stuff in the game, and, you know, they, they're never going to answer our questions. You know, they don't necessarily really care. Um, this this instance will probably get swept under the rug. Um, they'll probably go say they're going to go talk about it, and, you know, next time they'll be better, um, whatever. But Mike Frio's right. It needs to be called out. Someone needs to be held accountable because that is bull crap. I mean, your only job is to go out there and spot a player who gets up wobbly and you know who knows what if they just snap the ball you know it's a screen to Devonte parker he turns around tries to catch it and gets blasted who i mean they will be talking about a whole different story gratefully that didn't happen shout out next aguilar dope teammate trying to get the incident under control but mike Fleo is right someone needs to be called called out someone needs to be held accountable all right let's get into some mafia questions shall we it says who is the player you looked up to when you were younger and as a sa- and has safety always been your favorite position to play? Um, p- the player who I looked up to when I was younger, uh, believe it or not, was Michael Vick. I played quarterback in high school, and quarterback was actually my favorite position. I had always dreamed of playing quarterback in the NFL. I think I was just a, t- a couple inches too short, or maybe just a couple pounds too small. It don't matter. I'm uh, one of the best safeties in the league. So that is that. But the player that I did look up to was Michael Vick just because I felt like my style of game um, I, I wasn't left-handed. I was right-handed. But my style of game, being able to drop back, I mean, I was 14, 15, 16 years old. So being able to drop back, throw a bomb 60 yards down the field, or also be able to drop back and break a touchdown for 60 yards down the field. And, um, you know, it was always just fun watching him play. I love Sean Alexander, too. He's running back for the Seattle Seahawks. So, But, yeah, safety was not always my position. I actually – transition to safety middle of my first year in the league I was drafted to Philadelphia as a corner Philadelphia cut me I went to Cleveland where I met a coach named Bobby Babbage who basically taught me the position of safety from the ground up um, 10 years later Bobby Babbage still coaching here in Buffalo he's now the linebackers coach in Buffalo um, but he was my safety coach prior 
prior four years out here in Buffalo. So um, a lot of credit goes to him. A lot of credit goes to a lot of coaches that I've and a lot of players that I've played with um, just molding me into uh, the safety that I am today. Next question is, did Logan from East Aurora have fun at the game? Yes, he did, and he was awesome. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I went to saw a kid last week. Um, he was going through some things. His name's Logan. Goes to East Aurora Middle School. Um, him and his family, I was actually able to get him and his family to the game. It was just super cool to see. I didn't see him after, before the game. I saw him after the game. There's, I think, a couple videos online, maybe, or pictures online from him being on the field after the game in my 21 jersey. And uh, it was just super cool to see a smile on his face and his family's face and taking pictures. And you know, that's what it's about, man. Like I said, I'm going to been able to earn this platform and build this platform and have the opportunity to just, you know, change people's lives just by saying hello to them um, and, and, and being around them. Um, so it's really cool. Um, you know, I, I learned through those experiences as well. So I, you know, I, I, you know, it's part, I feel like doing stuff like that is part of my therapy as well. You know, continuing to, um, continue my journey through sobriety of alcohol and, and continue to, you know, continue to take that one day at a time and, and be able to put things in perspective. Um, and, and, you know, we'll continue to do that. So, um, Logan, shout out to you, bud. Hope you're having a good time. I know you're watching the podcast cause you told me you were watching my podcast both times I saw you, so shout out to you, bud. Thank you for tuning in to the ninth Jordan Poirier podcast. It is always awesome to, to sit here and chat with you guys for a good 20, 30 minutes. Saturday night, Dolphins at Bills, 815. Put your reminders on. You won't need one because I know you're just as excited as I am. Cannot wait. It'll be cold. It'll be chilly. It'll be snowy just how we like it. Until then, we will see you there. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.